0: Hello listeners and welcome to Big Streaming Pile. I am your host Fiona L. F. Kelly and I am Tom Goldthwaite. And today we are talking about the movie Open House. It's a Netflix original movie from 2018. Are you excited, Thomas? I think I am. All right. Good. That's good. That's good to know. <laughs> Before we jump into the movie, our listeners have an opportunity to get a free 30-day trial and audiobook from Audible. It's a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. There's a lot you of good stuff on Audible. Yeah, there's good stuff on Audible. You can only get this deal on our podcast. We're the only one.
1: The only this one. An exclusive deal with Audible.
0: Exclusive deal. You have to go to audibletrial.com slash bigstreamingpile. That's audibletrial.com slash bigstreamingpile. And then you can get your free 30-day trial and audiobook. Isn't that amazing? It's
1: pretty good. Yeah. And there's some long audiobooks. I mean, I'll tell you on Audible, they have a, I mean, I remember back in the day, like, all you could find were, like, abridged audiobooks. Yeah. Because the unabridged would be, like, 80 CDs. (laughs) Yeah. But you can just, like, go download your 55-hour audiobook on Audible, and you have, like, your commute set for, like, the better part of a year. (laughs)
0: i know i the last audiobook i listened to was i think 15 hours and i listened to it at like two times speed that's the other thing you can build up your speed Mm. like so i've gotten up to two times speed and it sounds pretty okay okay see to me like that length is almost
1: like a feature because like that's like amount of time i can be like walking around and doing stuff and listening to my book
0: no, I I want to you know I want well, I want to get affair. through it. I want to read more. That's fair. That's, um, that's cool. Yeah, I remember you once told me it was like ludicrous. I was listening to like almost thirty hours of Ready Player One, <laughs> 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 and you were like, "That is a lot of Ready Player One." Why now. why are you committing to some like I don't know? You probably could have done the abridged on that one. Yeah, honestly, I could have. It was better than the movie though um oh man i think that that movie is in fact on netflix we should have done that movie wow
1: season
0: two yeah really um okay so open house um open house was written and directed by a team matt angel and suzanne coote this uh writer and director team they both wrote and they both directed and it stars the guy who is the main character in 13 reasons why seasons one and two he was not the main character in season three because it started following someone else okay and i did not watch that season because i had already suffered through two seasons <laughs> i
1: don't know why you watched the first two seasons
0: um because i was going to complain about it and i wanted to know what i was complaining about mm. because don't you know uh, that you can just complain about things i, I try to be an informed complainer mm, that's your mistake the finest complaining um because you know i mean even the concept has so much to unpack but i I really wanted to uh because they like they advertised it like it was this like nuanced great thing and it really wasn't you know it was it was bad it was don't watch it (laughs) like if you were thinking about (laughs) it don't do it um yeah so his name is logan and he has mom named naomi and our cat has the Zoomies. hmm um, i get some bonus
1: cat in this podcast.
0: Yeah. And uh, he has a mom na- named Naomi and a dad named Brian. So Logan, our 13 Reasons Why fellow, is a runner. This is where our movie mm-hmm. starts. Yeah. He loves to run. And he does, like, almost under a five-minute mile. It's like a five minute and seven seconds, I think it is in the movie. Something like that. Yeah, It's very yeah, quick. Yeah,
1: it's fast. Yeah, he's moving.
0: And uh, his dad is, like, very happy with this. And he's like, oh, that's okay. And I'm like, hello. Um, I'm like, I think that most people I know can run, like, maybe, like, a 25-minute mile. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but he is, like, not really super impressed with this about himself, uh, but I think it's impressive, and so did his dad, Brian, um, so they go inside, um, oh, and importantly, Logan is not wearing glasses, because this is, this is a plot point, Logan is not wearing glasses, um, he goes inside, and his mom is making some sort of dinner that she needs eggs and milk for. No, she said
1: they were doing breakfast for dinner
0: they were doing breakfast for dinner that's right yeah they make a whole thing about doing like poverty food throughout like the whole movie just like the cheapest food you could possibly make mm-hmm. um and i'm kind of just pointing they didn't include butter doodles in that but uh so she's making breakfast for dinner and she needs eggs and milk so she she'd be making what like french toast something like that an omelette I guess you can put milk in an omelette. It's omelet. pretty, pretty
1: common, yeah. Or even a scrambled eggs, we'll put milk in.
0: I don't, I, I don't really do that. Oh, I guess okay. you can. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, the finest of film deconstruction. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Logan takes out his contacts, and you, like, there's, like, a close-up on his eye while he's doing it. They're, like, really mm-hmm. committing to this. And uh, you see how blind he is, which is approximately how blind I am, which is like, Mm -hmm. you know, like... It's like hard to see. It's like hard to see. Like, he doesn't have um, the best prescription, but he can like, you know, like sort of like make his way around his house and everything. It's just like he certainly wouldn't want to like drive without his contacts. And he puts glasses on. Um, The mom and the dad, uh, Naomi and Brian, are arguing about money, and Brian drops the eggs like a total dill hole, <laughs> like, just like a total asshole, and she's like, oh, yeah, go get more eggs, Brian, and, uh, the dad asks Logan if he wants to go with him, and Logan is like, yes, I will go with you. It seems like we're spending a lot of time on this scene, and that's because the scene is pretty important, Yeah, even though it's just about breakfast for dinner, and, uh, the mom is like... Don't forget milk because they also need milk for this. They were missing multiple ingredients for you know mm-hmm. this breakfast for dinner, and so uh, they go to the grocery store. and Logan is showing his dad a cool new song. I don't know what the song is. It was it sounded nice. No, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was a good song. Um, and the dad is like super impressed. And also, you can tell that Logan and his dad have like a very close relationship. Yeah. Um, dad goes into the store. He picks up. Uh, or Well, Logan tells him he doesn't want to go in with him. He wants to stay in the car. So Dad goes into a store, and it's just like a gas station. It's not really a grocery store. It's like a corner it's store, like a corner store ki- yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, and we do such a focus on the fact that the eggs and the milk are right next to each other. He does not pick up the he milk. He forgets the milk. He forgets the milk. Also, if you watch the movie... They all say 2% milk, but they all have different colored caps to make it seem like it's different milk, <laughs> and I thought that that was really funny.
1: That is a weird thing that they would pay attention to the extent of getting different colored caps.
0: But, like, but the label was, the was label. all the same. Huh. Yeah, it was, I don't know, I just thought it was funny. Um, and it's probably because no one was really looking that closely nah, besides me. That close yeah. Yet. Uh Yeah. So he goes out and with the eggs that he has purchased and uh logan from like the side mirror sees his dad get hit by a car and die yeah and presumably the car would have missed him if he would spend the extra like 30 seconds to go get the milk is that what we're supposed to take
1: is this like cosmic punishment for forgetting milk
0: i kind of thought that it might be um not punishment for forgetting the milk but something that adds to his character which we'll get into a little bit later um so he he dies in this car accident and yeah. that is seen by Logan through the side mirror of the car and we skip ahead to the funeral and uh Naomi is is very sad as is Logan and uh Naomi's like we won't be able to afford our house anymore so i guess we're homeless and her sister who I forget her name and I didn't write it down I think she's only there for like that little bit
1: Allison maybe?
0: I don't remember it was something something like that um she was like oh you can stay at our fancy mountain house except we're selling it so you can't be there on Sundays and Naomi's like I guess that's fine and then um they move to the mountain house And when they are driving up there, they're driving up there in the middle of the night. Oh, and also Logan has to be taken out of school, so he can't even do the big track meet that he was training yeah. for. Because they're in the mountains. There's no school there.
1: Yeah. I'll say the movie definitely has, like, an almost, to me, like almost like an up vibe. Where it's like we start with, like, a tragic vignette. Or, like, not yeah. like a vignette, like a tragic, like, sequence. That goes very quickly, but establishes, like, a sort of, like, undertone of sadness that then like underpins like the rest of the movie without but but, like it happens very quickly and is like done like efficiently in like one beat and the other sort of of storytelling
0: right so um they're driving there in the middle of the night after some undisclosed amount of time has passed enough time for them to like pack up all their things and move um they pack everything they own into what appears to be like three suitcases so i don't know if the rest of the stuff was in like a storage unit but that's not actually important yeah um so they move to this mountain house that the sister owns and uh, they're driving up there in the middle of the night and there's the creepy shot of course where they almost hit a mysterious figure but when they like stop and look back he's not actually Mm. there and they keep driving still the middle of the night they stop at a corner store for macaroni and cheese and hot dogs and uh this old woman comes up to them who seems very friendly and she's like oh you must be the new people because there's 20 people who live on this mountain i guess and Every new person is, like, a big thing. Which is also weird that she knew their name and everything, because they, like, specifically say that the sister is, like, never there and is, like, not really a part of the community. Yeah. But Martha, which is her name, has, like, the total rundown of who they are. And she is... This part reminded me of uh, the Patton Oswald bit where he talks about <laughs> what he talks about after his wife Michelle McNamara died. And uh, they had this, like it was the first, mother's day with his daughter and he had tried so hard to just like stay away from it and they were getting on the plane to go back home and the woman is just like I know who you are like I know that you've had this tragedy and just like keeps talking about it that's what Martha reminded me of because she just keeps bringing it up to these people who like clearly do not want to talk to her and do not want to talk about what happened But um, they do get their, uh, you know, macaroni and cheese and hot dogs, and they it, it's daytime now, and they end up at the house,
1: which was some weird continuity. Which yeah, I even pointed out while we were watching it.
0: Daytime and nighttime happens almost randomly in this movie. Yeah, like, they like, pay no like attention to It like set on like, an alternate talking.
1: Earth with like three hour days.
0: Yeah, it's really weird, <laughs> and also like. They say very specifically at the beginning that the open house is from 10 to 5 every Sunday, and that changes randomly throughout the movie, where, like, Logan sleeps in and Naomi is like, it's 1 o'clock, we have to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird.
1: Yeah, it feels like the sort of thing where it's like, it doesn't really affect the movie, but it's also unclear why they couldn't have just gotten it right.
0: Yeah, it, because they make such a big deal out of it that it's yeah. 10 to 5 and they absolutely have to be gone during this time. Yeah um so but they get into the house and unpack and everything um i don't think anything like super happens while they're unpacking it's just like a big oh no uh logan goes and sees the basement and the basement looks like a crypt in this like very nice like mountain home that is clearly Mm -hmm. owned by someone very very wealthy um and they pick their rooms and everything and it's fine and there's like a little bit of tension between uh logan and naomi but they're both like clearly trying to get through it Mm -hmm. um and we'll just fast forward to the first open house how about that okay um so the first open house happens logan has uh slept in a little bit and uh like he is woken up very rapidly like he's not wearing his glasses and there's just this like person like standing over him and it's one of the real estate agents and uh, he puts his glasses on he and the mom head out there's a scene at the diner that like shows that they have even more money troubles uh where the mom isn't able to pay for the food that they've just ordered and logan is like oh i have birthday money here you go but he only pulls out like ten dollars i point out
1: something really odd from like the beginning of the open house that for some reason has like like stuck out to me at the time and really stuck with me uh uh-huh and it's just like one of those things i don't know if there'll be a point to discuss it later but it was like super interesting to me the the movie really really stuck very closely to um like larry and naomi's point of view logan logan what did i say larry Larry. logan you're right (laughs) logan so it sticks really closely to logan and naomi's point of view right like not literally through their eyes but like clearly like Effectively through their eyes. Right. we more or less see what they see. Right. Know what they know. Except, there's, like, a weird moment where, like, they've gone away, and we see the people coming into the open house for the first time. Because we're
0: supposed to be, we're supposed to see the the scary boots, as my friend Chelsea and I named this character, because you only see him by his very scary boots. Scary
1: boots, yeah. Yeah, and it was just, like, a weird, it's something that pulled me out of the movie, where, like... I wasn't sure who was trying to tell me that, like, Logan and Naomi were, like, still there. And, like, it wasn't, but it was no, just, like, a wasn't. weird, like, perspective break.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to show you that something scary was happening, yeah. but I actually wish that they wouldn't have included that, because I think that it totally undercuts when you're supposed to be, like, questioning, is this real or not, because we literally yeah. see someone see, come uh, into the open house. A weird foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. Um... So they go and they're doing various things, and then uh, they go to another store, which is just like a clothing store, it seems like, like clothing mm-hmm. and various things, and uh, Chris, the guy at the counter, starts hitting on Mom, like a little mm-hmm. bit, like not yeah. like super egregious, but he's definitely flirting with her. But he's and like the nicest guy in the world. He's was. he's very like, you sweet. want him to hit on Mom. Yeah, you want him to hit on Mom, yeah. but Logan comes over all pissed off and is like, Mom, let's go. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, so, and Chris is
1: like super chill about it. He's like, I get it, man. Yeah,
0: he's like, I get it. And uh, so He would have been a great stepdad. He would have. Yeah. Um, he would have <laughs> killed it. So then they go back to the mountain house and... It's like the door is unlocked or, or open or something weird like that. And they're yeah. going through it. And the real estate agent, like, scares them because he's still yeah. there. He's like, sorry, we ran long. We're just okay. lock- locking up. And then... Um, walks out the front door leaving it totally open being like my ride is here and there's no cars there or anything he just wanders yeah. off into the woods which i think was pretty funny because it's hard to
1: tell if that's supposed to be like ominous or just i think it was supposed to be
0: thing? ominous but it just made it seem completely goofy because it's yeah. a long driveway so it's not even like someone was waiting on the street for him like It seemed like quite the walk to get up that driveway. Yeah.
1: It was just odd.
0: That whole thing was really strange. Um, So he, you know, he wanders off, whatever. Um, They're, you know, locking up. Logan says the thesis of the movie, which is, (laughs) hey, mom, aren't open houses weird? what if someone just decided to stay like wouldn't that be scary and she's like yeah that would be scary logan (laughs) and then they watch tv and she gets a mysterious call and she answers it and no one's there and logan's like who is it she's like oh i can only hear echo so that's probably fine and hangs up yeah and then the camera like drifts off to the front door um and then we have a, a weirdly long shower scene with mom, so long. Yeah, I we wanted to see mom naked. I guess yeah. I don't. I don't know just
1: the butt though, just some tasteful butt.
0: Just some tasteful butt. Um, there. So, how this uh, stranger danger occurs is that that the scary person keeps playing with the pilot light. But it's doing it like in cartoons where the pilot light going out means the water is immediately cold. And when you relight yeah. it, it's immediately hot again. Yeah. Um. So mom keeps getting scared out of the shower and she's naked half the time. And yeah, which is something I want to talk about later. But okay. I just want to bring that up because yeah. that's like the spooky things that are happening, um, which is like the lamest spooky things. And um Logan takes a nap. I think he calls it a nap. It's the middle of the night. I he was going to sleep. I don't know what he was doing. But he takes his glasses off and he puts his phone somewhere to charge. And then they pull a get out and the phone just like disappears. Yeah. Um and uh there's a Sam Raimi shot, weird things happening. Logan gets a bowl of cereal, brings it upstairs to eat in bed like a crazy person um the scary guy moves it back downstairs just to help him out probably <laughs> and all sorts of uh, spooky things happen in the house for like another like you know 40 minutes of the movie um including things like uh Logan's phone going missing and then reappearing by the pilot light um naomi has a picture of her brian and logan that gets crumpled up and put into the garbage yeah. they're trying to call plumbers and naomi weirdly is blaming this all on logan and yells at him at one point yeah. it's not that crazy well logan also doesn't say hey i think there's someone in the house because these other things have happening he's just like what the fuck mom i wish you would have died instead of dad and it's you know, that is a real scene Yeah. I will say that
1: the movie builds up to that, I think, maybe better than we're giving her credit for. I don't know. I think it makes sense.
0: I think that if they would... I don't think having that conversation was totally out of place. I think what was out of place was that Logan was just like, how how could you blame me, Mom? And just doesn't even bring up that weird stuff has been happening to him too. Or that he has been speculating that there is someone else in the house or that weird things are happening.
1: That actually... So... Maybe we can talk about this more later, but to me that actually, like, made sense that he wouldn't, because it makes it sound kind of crazy, and he has mentioned that, like, the phone has gone missing, um, and, I mean, he has, you know, specifically said, like, he didn't do the thing with the photo. To me it's like, I, I kind of, to me it makes sense that he wouldn't specifically be like, I think there's someone in the house messing with things.
0: Well, we'll we'll dissect that more a little bit later then, Um, because it feels, it it seems like we have kind of, like, different takes on it. Um, Also importantly happening during all of this is that Logan has lost a couple seconds off of his, like, five-minute mile, and is now doing, like, a a five-and-a-half-minute mile, mile, but he's also doing, like, altitude training because they're 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 on a mountain. mountain. And uh, the mom is like, oh, maybe you're running more than a mile, and he is like, no, I have specifically mapped it out. I know this is my, like, all this stuff. Um, and that sort of doesn't become important later. But, um, during one of his runs, he, um, pukes and we see Miss Martha, who, oh, I guess I should say, uh, after the initial open house, Martha shows up and now is talking about how her husband is totally alive. And this is, like, very alarming. Um, Martha's acting weird, kind of yeah. like...
1: Well, because, I don't know if we mentioned it in that. Oh, first scene at the at the yeah she she says that her husband has also died the husband's dead and then she says the husband's
0: alive and now we're all confused yeah now we're all confused um she is like weird like that she's around all the time all this stuff um she's just sort of like showing up places and saying oh i love taking walks in the woods in the morning and all this stuff um you know, Naomi is called a plumber to deal with the pilot light thing. And they say nothing's wrong. All sorts of things are happening. Um, Naomi, as Logan's getting sick with Martha, drives up in the car to say that her sister has called. And uh, the house has been broken into. The real estate agent has called her and said that, you know, the house has been broken into. When they get inside, totally alone. Not having yeah. called the police or anything. They see that what has occurred is that uh, the person who has broken in has switched the living room and the dining room. So now you walk into the dining room and on a plate in the new dining room on the dining room table is the telephone, which rings and she picks it up and no one's there. So they call the police who go and look through the house and is like kind of like, oh maybe you guys are just imagining things because you're in the mountains and this could have been just teenagers messing around and stuff like that and they're like we've promised to send someone in the morning like famous Mm -hmm. last words um so they leave and naomi and logan are very freaked out logan kind of extends the olive branch to naomi by calling chris who has given naomi his phone number and the stuff that we skipped over And, uh, he shows up and he's like, I will sleep downstairs to protect you guys.
1: Which is a totally cool guy, I think. Yeah, he is. I like Chris.
0: I do like Chris. So, Chris was downstairs and importantly, Logan is upstairs sleeping in bed with Mm -hmm. his mom. And Logan hears, I think, a bump in the night or something like that. And he, um, he does not have time to take out his contacts to put on his glasses he has he not, like, officially gone to bed yet. He still has his contacts in because okay. he's setting up yeah, stuff for yeah, Chris. Yeah. Um, so he goes back downstairs and he sees that Chris is no longer on the couch where he had been setting up previously. I think Actually, I think he may hear a car horn or something. And he, he goes outside yeah. and he sees the front door is open. Um, I don't remember if it's Chris's car or their car. A car um, mm-hmm. has been driven up to the front door and, like, the lights are on, shining in, and he goes to the passenger seat and he sees Chris dead in the passenger seat. Yeah,
1: his throat just far just ripped open.
0: It's very sad. We liked Chris. Yeah.
1: He was, he was good people.
0: Yeah. And, um, so then, uh, someone sneaks up behind Logan and smashes his head really hard into the car and Logan passes the hell out. It was pretty brutal. And uh, then the mysterious person pours water all over Logan, which doesn't like quite stir him from unconsciousness. And that is important because this is the middle of winter, which yeah. I don't think I said before. Um, so he gets real cold. And mm-hmm. uh, upstairs we have Mom still sleeping, and the mysterious uh, guy has gone up and gotten into bed with her. And she wakes up to, like, go to the bathroom or something, and, um, when she lays back down, she decides to turn on the light and open up, um, some pictures that have been developed for her recently. I forgot. Mom is trying to get back into, like, a photography habit. Uh, so she's a doing photography that habit. Yeah, so like a drug <laughs> so she's she's trying to reclaim her youth and be a photographer yeah. or something I don't know and uh, so she's looking at these pictures she's just decided to do in the middle of the night and turn the lights on and disturb her sleeping son. and she's going through the pictures and they're just like of wildlife and like mm-hmm. landscapes and things like that but then she starts getting to pictures of like her sleeping and Logan sleeping mm-hmm. and like pictures that they didn't know were taken and she's like logan what the fuck and she turns and it's not logan it's the scary guy um and he um, whose face we don't see whose face we don't see um because you're supposed to be guessing throughout the whole movie like could it be chris could it be these cops is it weird mountain people is it martha yeah. is it her husband you know we don't see his face um So Logan eventually stirs outside with, like, frost visibly on his, like, hair and eyebrows and stuff. Very, very cold. And uh, he hears, um, I don't remember if he hears his mom calling for him or he just goes inside to, like, look for his phones first. But I think he hears his mom calling for him. And uh, oh, but before that, we get like a weird torture scene where like the guy's breaking mom's fingers and stuff yeah. like that, and it's 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 really graphic. Real, yeah, yeah. Um, he's just being real mean. And uh, so Logan goes upstairs and he sees his mom all tied up and sad, and he's like, "I will save you, mom." And she's like, "Don't leave me." And he's like, "I have to leave you. I have to go get our phones," and uh, he leaves her. To look for the phones. The phones, in a weirdly complicated um, way, have had their SIM cards taken out, which you need, like, special tools to do anymore. It depends on the phone. Well, you also don't need the SIM card to call emergency services. That's something that has to be on every single phone, that you can always call emergency services. Okay. Yeah, fun fact. Makes Uh, sense. So don't let the killer take your SIM card stop you from trying to dial nine one one. I think it even says, like, you know, it has an option for emergency call when it says there's no SIM card in the phone. Um, But you should always be able to do that. Like, even if your phone is, like, locked or something, you should always be able to call emergency services. Um, So then, uh, but he abandons the phones uh, because he hears mom being taken and she's being taken out of a spooky basement where they keep blowing out the pilot light. So he goes into this, like, labyrinth of a basement and he has a little knife with him, like a little cheese knife or something. It's very yeah, small. Yeah, he
1: grabbed it from the kitchen or something yeah.
0: yeah. I think that the killer had it at some point. I don't really remember. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. He ends up with, like, a really tiny knife and he's looking for the killer and uh, someone runs at him and he accidentally stabs mom instead of the killer yeah. and, and mom dies. Yeah. <laughs> um... And then, Which, uh, I was
1: not totally sure that she was, like, dead-dead until, like, the movie was over.
0: Yeah. But she was dead. She she did, in fact, get killed by this little cheese knife. and but Or she was behind incapacitated her... and killed by... By bleeding out. Yeah, she yeah. was
1: in a bad spot.
0: <laughs> Which, like, he doesn't stop her, like, in the heart. He stops her kind of, like, in the, like, stomach.
1: Which will kill you.
0: It will kill you. It takes a while. It takes a while, but... Um, it's not like, you know, he stabbed her, like, straight in the heart, and there was, like, really nothing to be done. Like, if he would have been able to get away, they, she might have had a chance. But, so, he goes upstairs because the killer was right behind her, and watched this all happen, and, um, well, he's not a killer, he hasn't killed anyone yet. Um. Well, Chris. Well, Chris. Oh, yeah, he did kill Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, the killer is, like, you know, follows Logan upstairs and tackles him, and uh, because Logan is cold and kind of out of it. And then he takes Logan's contacts out of his eyeballs. And is just like, go, like run. He yeah. doesn't say this, but he just sort of like lets him go. Yeah. So here is where the movie gets weird. You would think that the whole plot about Logan mapping out a new route for himself <laughs> And the fact that he's been altitude training would mean that he would get on the street and find where to go because even if he can't see, he should know where to go. He doesn't do that. He runs into the woods, um, in the middle of the night without his contacts. And, um, he hides behind a log because he hears someone coming and it's Martha and she just, like, wanders away. And he keeps running until morning, because nights here last, like, 45 minutes. Yeah,
1: like I said, it's, like, on a weird alternate area.
0: And he, um, drinks from a stream, and then the killer comes up and strangles him to death. And then, um that's it he's dead yeah well then um so we never see the killer but we do see later he gets like he's driving in a truck on like you can see the mountain in the background but he's in like the plains now he's in like a rural area and uh, he turns onto a street that says open house so he's presumably going to do this again Mm, okay yeah okay that's what we're supposed to get
1: from that scene
0: yeah, he's... Yeah, because there's a sign that says open house. Yeah, I see. And he's driving to there so that he can hide in the house okay. and kill them all again for some reason. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, that's the end of the movie, but can we talk about what the movie could mean? Or, like, what Absolutely. our hot takes are? <laughs> so I am going to start with my most spicy take. Okay. That this was a really weird retelling of Oedipus Rex. <laughs>
1: okay
0: I'm gonna tell you why go on
1: yeah
0: I'm here Oedipus Rex the story of Oedipus Rex if you don't know is um there is a prophecy that this little baby will kill his father and then make more babies with his mom and um oh what which king is it that's his dad that sends him away yeah so uh his his mom is jocasta i remember that so uh the baby is sent away but then he is adopted by another family um another royal family and um he doesn't know that he's adopted i don't think i don't think they ever tell him and uh he does in fact return to his kingdom um kill his father who he doesn't know as the father now that he is the leader of this kingdom he marries the former queen jocasta and makes some babies with her and he finds out about this prophecy and realizes that the prophecy is about him and uh plucks his eyes out and wanders you know totally blind until uh he is brought back and he like tries to like i I don't remember like i think it's something it's something weird with his daughters at the end but um the mother also dies uh oedipus has a plan to cut out her womb i think because she is pregnant again Mm -hmm. with like another daughter um and uh but she has already she has already died by that point in the show. Um, so I kind—I of, was watching this and I'm like, this feels like really Oedipal to me.
1: It definitely feels Oedipal. Yeah.
0: So like the beginning, it was not directly like Logan wasn't the one who killed his dad. But I will bring up my point earlier mm-hmm. that if Logan would have gone in with him, he might have mm-hmm. remembered the milk and this would have been yeah. avoided. That could have been like kind of internalized guilt about his dad's death, which we okay. see later in the dream. Okay. Um... And I thought about, like, this very, like, Pole movie because I was like, why is mom naked so much in this movie? Like, why is mom in a towel half the movie? And I realized that, like, I don't know how intentional this was, but after a certain point in the movie they don't act like mother and son anymore because like you would think that naomi would have these very protective instincts towards logan and instead she's like calling on him to save her and he's like trying to protect her from other people like other suitors and stuff like that which i think can be read as like he's you know having difficulty dealing with his mom moving on after his dad yeah um but I'm like that feels pretty Oedipal, and then when it solidified it for me was when his contacts were literally plucked out and he wandered blind, and I was like, "Oh uh, yeah, this is definitely like Oedipus Rex." <laughs> and if it wasn't, okay. then it was like some so kind they of were like subconscious to be, thing. Like,
1: hashtag literary.
0: I I don't know, but it's a really big are fucking coincidence. If, if if the the, the
1: the wandering blind definitely like hit some spots yeah. there.
0: It was like. And that that was why I was thinking I'm like, because I'm like that's the only thing, reason that it makes sense that they wouldn't then play into like oh he can't get to the road for some reason. Yeah. There's like because Oedipus you know famously wanders blind like after after uh, Jocasta's death. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was I was like this feels like very edible or like not edible Oedipal. Yeah. Or yeah. like very like Oedipus complex or even yeah, like yeah. Um. Well, that's what's
1: interesting, because like, the softer take is this Oedipal in like the Freudian sense. Yeah. Which is not really so much tied to the story per se.
0: Right, it would be like an Oedipal complex where he is trying to protect his mom because that's his like first sexual desire. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, but what's interesting is that, like, where you're coming from is that it's less like
0: It's less... Freudian
1: Oedipal. And more like classical Oedipal
0: (laughs) yeah because I was even looking at the Freudian like Oedipal complex because we don't really Mm -hmm. see any desire well except well no I guess that they do literally sleep in bed together at the end so yeah uh maybe that gets a little bit more like classical Oedipal but um his connection to his dad and his resentment to his mother I was looking up what it would mean in like a Freudian sense And what Freud posits is that that means you're gay. So we don't see anything Hmm. about Logan's sexuality through this whole movie. There's nothing to confirm or deny that. Um, Because there is no one his own age, even in the movie. Uh, And he doesn't talk about any friends or anything other than he likes track. And that doesn't tell us anything about sexuality. It's a very, very um,
1: constrained cast.
0: It is, yeah. Like... I mean, I literally have like five names written down. Usually for a movie like this I would have like, you know, to be on the safe side, maybe even like as few as eight. But this yeah. is really like the entire cast. So yeah. like, we didn't like miss anyone. Yeah.
1: And wanna know what that actually reminded me of. Actually a lot of this movie reminded me of.
0: Oh what's that? Secret Obsession. Secret Obsession. Yeah. You know, tie this back to an old
1: episode. Yeah.
0: You can listen to our Secret Obsession episode. Um, that one is kind of, like, less Greek mythology and more just classic, like, mystery thriller type of thing.
1: But this movie almost felt to me, like, I don't think it was literally the same set, but, like, if you told me it was the same set, I wouldn't, (laughs) like, think you were lying to me. Yeah,
0: that was also, like, in a mountain house with, like, weird phone issues.
1: Yeah. And, like... It, I don't know, this movie the felt... The Mountain
0: House is, like, a classic for, like, a thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But the movie almost felt like Netflix just has, like, a production team just going to Mountain Houses to shoot, like, movies with, like, five-person cast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. They, they very well might. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... Um, it, this movie also reminded me of of the movie which will never be on the show because I actually think that's a really good movie is uh, the movie The Strangers or, okay. or yeah it is The Strangers um, Strangers 2 Pray at Night that might very well be on this podcast because I thought it was really bad um, but the first one I actually think is really really good like uh, like thriller with also a very small cast Um okay. There's only, like, the three, str- you know, titular strangers, mm-hmm. and uh, Liv Tyler, some guy, and uh, Glenn from Always Sunny in Philadelphia are really the only characters okay. in it. And uh, Glenn is only in it for, like, a couple minutes. Um but that movie was much better and I think that it was because it was like set up appropriately so I don't mind when movies do a bait and switch about what mm-hmm. the movie is about like we're yeah. kind of meant to suspect like the the mountain people in this, in this movie this very like tight knit community yeah. that it could be either like Martha's yeah. husband or perhaps Chris or someone mm-hmm. and then it ends up being a total stranger and this was random but to me that almost meant that you know, their emotional journey ended up not mattering. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that he was frustrated with losing time on his running didn't end up mattering no. because no matter how fast he ran, I'm not sure that this person could have, like, done under, you know, a six-minute mile on a mountain. Like, you know, even, yeah. even if someone is, like, uh, you know, has this difficulty with seeing or whatever, I I was, like, a little bit skeptical of that. And it just kind of made their journey not feel like anything i was like why did i watch that like why did that matter to Mm -hmm. me and i don't think that the concept of like what if a stranger stayed in your house during an open house and started terrorizing you i don't think that that's a bad concept i just think that the movie set up something it didn't deliver on and it wasn't a good enough a good enough uh subversion to really make it worth it yeah the other
1: issue i had was that like it felt like the themes of this movie didn't like come together at all no. Because, like, it had this theme. Like, it had a lot of, like, stuff where it's, like, Logan dealing with his father's death mm-hmm. and Naomi, like, dealing with, like, this man she loved but also, like, did not do well for them financially and then left them in a really bad spot when he died. So she, like, Clearly, like, has, like, feelings for him that really matter, but is also really mad at him, but also Mm -hmm. really sad he's dead. Yeah. And, like, those are all cool and interesting themes that the movie just, like, doesn't... Well, I don't even want to say it doesn't get into them, because it does. Yeah. it, It does stuff with those themes, but doesn't tie into what's actually happening, which is just, like, a
0: stranger kills him. Yeah. Because
1: he wants to, I guess.
0: And there is something there about, like, how tragedy can strike randomly, and it doesn't mean anything in the end. And that's how the dad's death in the beginning felt. Like, it didn't Mm -hmm. mean anything. On a metaphorical level, we kind of knew that there was this, like, um, absence, like, this carelessness that he had, that he, like, forgot the milk, and as he's coming out with only his one item, he gets hit by a car and dies. But then we watch another hour and a half of movie, only to be like well none of that mattered and also none of the movie that you just watched mattered because it would have mattered who they were yeah. um this person just felt like living in a house and killing and it, you yeah. know what they're yeah. going through isn't relevant to it at all it doesn't make them um it doesn't give them an advantage at all because they are all new to the house so they don't even like know the house better than this person because yeah. they've all come in basically on the same day almost yeah. and um one wonder know. if that's such
1: a weird thought. What? This movie, to me, would have been better and more thematically sound if they just hadn't done the horror stuff.
0: Yeah, I think... It, it, I was thinking that too, honestly. I'm like, if this would have been a drama, I think that they could have constructed it tighter. Yeah. Um, if it would have been just kind of this Oedipal, I guess, drama about um, about grief and how yeah. uh, these like, random acts of violence whole... can can affect you, you yeah. know, that would have been one thing, but it wasn't about that.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah, it just, it was weird. I do want to pivot a little bit, though, because I found myself really, really liking and empathizing with um, Logan and Naomi, mm-hmm. like, a lot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and... This is sort of goes back to where it felt like we might be disagreeing earlier, because I sort of felt like at every step of the way I understood the characters' motivations and what they were doing made sense. Mm-hmm. I think you might have felt differently, so I kind of want to talk. About
0: I that. I thought that um, I thought that it didn't make sense. I think I thought that they had like um, horror movie character syndrome, okay. where it's like, why didn't they act on these things? Like when Logan first sees the serial move and mom's in the shower the whole time mm-hmm. why didn't that clue him into something's happening why didn't he do something then um you know when his phone is like clearly unplugged i can like i can chop chop that up to like you know it, it's gone missing like mm-hmm. we've been moving stuff around whatever but these like very obvious signals are him like hearing someone in the house yeah. or something like that like why didn't they act on this at all? Or, like, why even did they not just get a hotel when someone was clearly in the house and, like, you know, well, all their they suspicions had, were confirmed? They, they
1: actually talked about that, though. Because. Yeah, and they he, decided not to. Well, Logan said we should get a hotel, and Naomi said we can't, we don't have the money.
0: Yeah, but also, like, Naomi, your sister's rich and is the one who, like, called you to say, hey, the house has been broken yeah, into. Why, you could why, yeah, you probably call this Yeah, why aren't you, like, sister who clearly has a couple million dollars lying around? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you get us a hotel if someone's breaking into yeah. your house?
1: Yeah, but you can also... Like, once again, it's, it's like, there's that space between, like, what rational characters would do and, like, what these characters would do. And, like, I think that the idea that Naomi is kind of... Prideful and kind of resentful of her of her sister, to me felt like set up. So to me it felt very in character that she wouldn't really have that as like a live option for a thing to do. So I also sympathize with Logan's sort of like doubt of himself mm-hmm. and seeing things that don't make sense but then not quite wanting to like straightforwardly say, I think there's someone in the house. Which number one, like he, he does hint at. Like, he yeah. sort of, like, hinted that to his mom. Like, what if someone just stayed? And he's, like, told her about some of the weird stuff. Yeah. So I, like, I, to me, it feels very real and authentic that a person would kind of, like, see the idea, point out the weird stuff, deny having any involvement, but then, like, not want to go that final step of saying someone is here with us. Because that is, like, potentially crazy and like it's one of those where if you've laid all this stuff out is i think it would be very easy to feel that if the other person hadn't already reached the same conclusion to be like maybe i'm just crazy
0: but i think that logan is perfectly willing to like stick himself out there for other things like he's pretty willing when his mom is flirting with chris to be like no it is too soon Um, And Logan also establishes himself as a caretaker for his mom when his, you know, dad has passes. Like, he's paying Mm -hmm. for her food. Um, He's the one kind of, like, uh, helping her cook and everything like Mm -hmm. that. So I don't think it's, like, entirely in character to say that he would, like, see this and have his own deep suspicions, including, like, hearing someone, seeing evidence that someone is there, like, messing with them and stuff like that, and then just be, like, I guess we'll see what happens, because I think oh. that Logan was the type of character who would have, like, even if he would have tried to deal with it himself in some way, I would have been like, mm-hmm. okay, I can see this. If he doesn't, yeah. like, trust outside people, or he thinks yeah. that the people there are, like, really weird, or, like, we had established mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to get involved in the police because they think that, uh, this isn't in the movie at all, I'm just, like, spitballing ideas for, like, why he wouldn't want to, mm-hmm. um uh you know involve the police he does bring kristen that's the thing he does do something he but his like distrust of like authority specifically Mm -hmm. within the police is only like you think that we're crazy and that we're seeing things and making stuff up Mm -hmm. even though this evidence is like clearly here um i kind of wish that they would have set that up a little bit better other than to be like once he does call the police that he has this kind of like distrust of seeming like he's like you know crazy to authority figures and I wish they would have done that an easy thing to me would have been if they would have done that um, with his dad being hit by the car if that was like mishandled in Mm. some way like the investigation yeah that would have um, set it up
1: for sure that
0: would have set it up a little bit better I think but instead we just get like he's not calling the police and not doing anything for some reason yeah like he could have home aloneed it and i would have been like okay like i yeah, think that's sure. okay like you know put down a little bit of flour on the on the steps and like you know mm. you see the footprints like santa claus you know yeah, going yeah, through yeah. the house i've been like no okay. I, I see
1: that i see that yeah i, I get like that but like, like i said to me like it kind of felt authentic but i can definitely see like where it wouldn't or like where it could be frustrating i think it's just like a matter of like where are you putting like your yeah like like where are you getting out of these characters
0: like what you want out of a movie like this um yeah and i don't always want like every single character in a movie to like always you know i always think of that at that part in community where abed is telling the horror story and they're in the cabin in the woods and he's just like well obviously i stand back to back with the Mm -hmm. girl and we both hold knives like they don't need to do that but i wish that they would have been like a little bit more than that's weird i'm gonna go for a run like and then the fact that this didn't tie into anything anyway i think is extra weird like why did we never see a resolution for him Um, losing time or being Mm -hmm. able to like track out the mountain just on the streets or you know like anything like that. Yeah I didn't like go anywhere it was just
1: pure like window dressing well and and, like a little bit of just like communicating to us that he is like operating below peak
0: but he's on a mountain too which is still impressive time yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, I, he's a high schooler. He's not, like, a you know, a college track star. Like, yeah. he's a high schooler. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's, like, actually, he's only, like, what, like, 15 or 16 is this movie? Yeah. Like, he's not old. He's pretty
0: young. Um. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, and, like, mom's photography thing is an example of something that did come back up because it's... Yes. It comes up at a weird time because, like, again, with, like, their actions not really making sense. Like, if you're, hu- if you're not your husband, mm-hmm. your, your son is sleeping in bed next to you, you get up to pee. When you get back to bed... You aren't like, this is the perfect time to open up that envelope and, like, turn on the light and open the things. I understand that they had to have that reveal at that moment, Mm -hmm. but they could have done it even something as simple as she puts the envelope down, she comes, sees her open, like, hey, Logan, did you do this? No, I didn't do it. And then she, like, puts it back, and then when she comes back from the bathroom, like, she sees the new pictures, and it's them sleeping, and she's like, what the fuck? You know, stuff like that, and I feel like there's... It's just, like, lazy on some yeah, level. Yeah, there
1: is, like, a not fully crafted...
0: Yeah. Um, because, like, I understand that certain things had to happen at certain moments. I understand mm-hmm. the concept, and I agree the concept is creepy. Mm-hmm. But, like, why wasn't there more care put into this? Yeah.
1: Well, what I would say is, to me, it struck me as the feeling of a screenplay written by directors...
0: <laughs> um, both these people, I think, are actually actors. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, fun fact, uh, director cameos, Susan Coot is uh, the waitress in the diner scene, and mm. Matt Angel is the cop who doesn't believe them.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, when I looked them up mm. on IMDb, I believe they were both actors. They might have had yeah. some, like, directing and writing in, like, short films and stuff, but, yeah. um, I think that mostly they were both actors.
1: Okay. Like, what it felt to me was it was kind of like the sort of movie that is put together by people who have, like, a sort of, like, strong sense of what scenes they want and, like, what Mm -hmm. emotions they want to pull out of these scenes. Yeah. And have kind of a concept to string it together. Right. But aren't quite, like able to put together a script that both is, like, doing the scenes they're really Mm -hmm. excited about, but putting it together in a way that, like, 100% makes sense and has, like, solid thematic three lines.
0: Yeah, because, like, honestly, this does feel like two people because it feels like it was two movies. Like, it feels like it was just kind of, like, a random slasher about someone scary being in your house, and it feels like a drama about losing a family member. Yeah. Um, and you can tie both those things really well. You can do a reveal that it was, like, horror towards the end really well. Um, but it just didn't really do that. And I think mm-hmm. that why it didn't do that again was because nothing mattered in the end. Like, okay. this could have been about anyone. Like, yeah, they, you know, Well, Logan... like the two
1: core pieces of the movie didn't synergize at all, I think, is the thing. Right. The, like, the, the family, the, the drama about loss of a family member and the, like, a person stays behind an open house and fucks with you and kills you. hmm Just don't... They don't feed each other at
0: all. Right, and it doesn't even really feel like even the characters made the connection or, like, the movie was making the connection that these were, like, two instances of random acts of, of yeah. tragedy. Yeah, that didn't feel like what I it was getting at. Because it wasn't until even, like, the last bit of the movie. I mean, like... I don't know if they were specifically doing it, a piss Rex for for um, Logan to like literally be the one to like mm-hmm. kill his other parent, but um, it just seems like the message of the movie was it doesn't matter what you're doing, stuff can just happen, and like fuck you, I guess, like the universe doesn't care that, <laughs> you know, yeah. that you have like a life that just, you can just die, and mm-hmm. I think that even that's not a bad message, but I just wish it was in a better package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh th- that's actually something I think the strangers do does really well like the thesis of that yeah. movie like thesis of this movie that was like stated mm-hmm. by one of the characters is like hey isn't it like the idea of open house is kind of creepy Yeah. and the idea of the strangers is it's because you were home like stuff just happens and you mm-hmm. have this like tragic uh beginning in the strangers mm-hmm. um that isn't literally just, like, someone dying. It's, you know, that, like, oh. failed proposal. I know absolutely
1: nothing about the Strangers. Oh, it's
0: a great movie. Okay. Um, I really like it. I think that's, like, kind of, like, the quintessential, like, um, random violence movie. Okay. Um I think it's really well done. I think it's it, it, it all takes place in a house. Like, you know, this not very big home, this, like, little bungalow, really, like, ranch-style house uh, in the middle of the woods, but okay i like that movie you can watch that movie if you want <laughs> yeah. for our listeners oh for um, the listeners yeah well you too i guess i've watched yeah. that movie i think multiple times and you've told me you didn't want to watch it
1: that sounds
0: yeah about right because <laughs> i know over so sorry, over these like, last couple months because I, I remember reading a buzzfeed article in december saying like no one talks about how good The Strangers was and I remembered um, I was in high school when the movie came out and being like I watched it and I was really really scared Mm. which is sort of rare for me with movies anymore. I like being scared so it's not just like ooh, nothing scares me like kind of tough guy kind of thing like I'm usually disappointed you want to be scared yeah. And I was like I wonder if that movie will still scare me even though I know what happens and everything like that and I watched Mm. it and I'm like yeah I'm pretty scared right now (laughs) like this movie's pretty freaky
1: um do you want to pull it back to the yeah movie we were talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I was just going to ask you, do you have know. anything else to talk about? Um,
1: I mean, I said that I thought the characters were likable and interesting. And I, I did, like I did think that the parts. performances were good. Yeah, performance I will say really that. Good. I
0: liked everyone in it. Yeah. I don't think that Mr. 13 Reasons Why is a bad actor. I think yeah. that he just picks kind of stinkers of projects. Yeah. But it's Netflix, so I'm sure he's making, yeah, like, a Netflix, good bit of money. Yeah. I also thought,
1: like, the cinematography was good. I'm not really an expert in that. But there were a lot of shots that, to me, were, like, very, like, cool framing. Mm-hmm. And did a lot of stuff that I tend to like in cinematography, which is, like, they were, like, able to find a place to put the camera. They were able like, to just, like, leave the camera still for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we could see, like... Paranormal Activity things. style, yeah, I know yeah, exactly kind of, yeah, mean. yeah. Whereas, like you get to see like <laughs> things happen. Well, it's like almost where like the camera is plays in such a way that like it becomes almost more of like a like a theater stage set, where like different parts like of the screen, Rex. There you go.
0: Yeah, but
1: it's, like different parts of the screen start to like, like you'll like action will happen in one part of the screen for a bit, and then action will happen in a different part of the screen, mm-hmm. and then like, the camera will just be like totally stable and then they would do something like and then like at the end of it like the camera would like very very slowly like tilt and like zoom just a little bit to like emphasize something but it was like very like the camera was pretty stable all the time which i tend to like that sort of like fewer cuts more just like the camera's parked and like a scene plays out sort of stuff mm-hmm. i tend to like that um so so i i thought cinematography was cool the visuals are fun for, for me at least
0: yeah, like, I like looked okay. There, there were some parts, like, um, like in the diner, I thought that, like, they weren't really lit correctly. Mm, okay. um, I liked where they set the camera, but, like, yeah. they were, like, backlit, and I was like, why are were, they backlit? Yeah. Like, they needed, like, one of those, um, I don't know what they're called. They're the big sheets that bounce light back in Yeah, you. They need yeah, one of those. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there was, like, you know, some good, some bad. Um, they, you know, it... I it was decent. Um, we're kind of, like, pooping on it a little bit. I actually think that this was one of the... I, I would I would wager to say this was probably the best movie that we watched this season. This is
1: definitely the most, like, watchable moment-to-moment, yeah. I think. Um, so
0: even though we just spoiled it all for you, Yeah. you can go watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a movie that is totally watchable. It's just, you get to the end, and you're like, what? what was that about?
0: <laughs> yeah. If it would have had like a cooler ending, I might not have put it even on the show.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I definitely think that a cooler ending would have made this a legitimately good movie.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it would have been like a lazy movie in some aspects. Yeah. But I think if it wasn't just Stranger Danger, like the personification yeah. and it played into things we already knew about the characters about, you know, like, the setting and things like that. That would have been cool. But it was just that nothing mattered. And, you know, yeah. fuck you for watching, I guess. Yeah. I guess the other thing,
1: too, is that even, like, the spooky thing of, like, what if someone was just, like, hanging out in your house and you didn't know. Mm-hmm. The open house isn't even, like, the spookiest version of that. No. Because, like, it's actually, to me, at least, like, spookier if it's, like, the house you're growing up in and someone has just been living there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's weirder and creepier to me than, like, someone stayed behind in an open house.
0: Yeah, especially an open house, you know, like you said, that's not your house. That you've yeah. been there as long as that person, like... It's not that weird. Like, you know, like, story-wise, you both have equal claim to this yeah, house, yeah, except yeah. you, like, have permission. Yeah. Um,
1: I do remember now that I joked when the movie was over that I felt like it was secret obsession meets Parasite. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a little so both movies well not both movies Parasite's definitely better Secret Obsession is like a different genre but yeah it's like what if yeah. what if like Netflix did um Parasite but only but like no rich people like the, yeah. r- <laughs> the rich people. Parasite
1: but like remove the message yeah and just make it about like someone being in your house
0: the netflix original totally not parasite yeah um this movie actually so this this came out in 2018 like before yeah, so it came parasite. out before parasite yes yeah, so it wasn't ripping right. off parasite so it wasn't was yeah a parallel it wasn't ripping off parasite um this movie did have a lot of like other horror movie stuff i think i mentioned uh, something earlier like it had like a sam Raimi shot of like you know going like weaving through everything only like get to the house and and stuff like that um it had the like zoom in on the back of the head and the you know everything's rushing around you it had some get out moments like with the phone and like yeah. you know the running through the woods and stuff like that um it was unclear to us if this movie, if they had seen Get Out, uh, before they made this movie, because they did, kind of, like, the open house did come out a year later, so it may have been in production at the yeah, time. Yeah, hard to say. Who knows? Um, yeah. Actually, I, I'll bring that up with cinematography. Some shots that I thought looked cool didn't make any sense, like uh-huh. when Logan is walking towards the woods, and it zooms in on his head, and we have that kind of, like, vertigo rush of the setting around him. And it just didn't mean anything. It was just a shot that they included. Um, So that was kind of a problem that I had, too. That's where it goes into, like,
1: the vibe I got, where it felt, once again, kind of like directors with, like, a lot of neat ideas for, like, shots and Mm -hmm. scenes and, like, cool, like, ways to, like, do something, but without, like, a clear, like, thematic vision they were, like, aiming at.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. Um... Are we good with our discussion?
1: I'm pretty good. I feel like we've uh, said what there's to say about this movie.
0: Yeah. If you have an Oedipus Complex, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, no. Um, do you think that our listeners should watch the movie? Um, the Eternal Question. Eh. eh. If it yeah. sounds
1: interesting, give it a watch.
0: If it sounds interesting after we spoiled the whole thing. Yeah. I don't think that
1: matters, though, because like I think the good part of the movie is the type of thing that is like the most predictable part. Yeah. Because it's really more about, like, the tension and the acting. Yeah. Which is, like, good. Yeah. Like, you can't really spoil good acting. Yeah. So, so, like, the the best part of the movie is that, um, so if, like, a character... Watch it
0: and tell us if you think that it's about Oedipus Rex. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I basically agree with that. Like I said, I do think it is probably, like, the best one we've watched this season. Okay. Um, which leads me to my last point, which is that we are ending on a higher low note, depending on, uh, how you see yeah. it and our next episode is going to be B-movie. Which we were go- <laughs> we were going to um record that episode over like Thanksgiving and just like life and various things yeah. got in the way. So um we're sorry,
1: we're gonna rewatch B
0: movie. We have to rewatch downstairs. it. It's been too long. <laughs> yeah,
1: of all the movies we had to rewatch.
0: I know B movie. Yeah, sorry Thomas. Yeah. Um, but we had to add in this episode because another movie that we were going to watch, I forget which movie it was at this point, but it was taken off of Netflix. Oh, the Emoji Movie. Yeah, Emoji Movie.
1: The Emoji Movie. The
0: Emoji Movie. Um, Emojo, like they say on, on the show, um, The Circle. Emojo.
1: Emoji, where there are just cows as emojis. Mm. Or just like what emojis would be if cows invented phones.
0: Okay. But, yeah, I, I have actually seen an emoji movie, and it's really bad, so <laughs> I'm not going to recommend anyone watch it. Um, yeah. Are you, are I feel you like you didn't talks? like my emoji
1: movie. Mispronunciation <laughs> turned into a joke.
0: I was just going to skate past it. Just <laughs> right on by.
1: That's probably fair.
0: Yeah. Do you have any other... Um, Cows with phone <laughs> jokes. He would like to get out before we end the recording. I feel like there's got to be at
1: least like two Far Side comics.
0: Honestly, there is, and one literally popped in my head when you said emoji. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, now I don't have anything. It's it's all. It's it all it was.
0: It, what's weird is that the Far Side comic is, like, confirmed... I forget who the guy is who at The Far Side, but he was, like, it literally, like, means nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole thing is just, like, what if cows had everything themed to cows? And it's just them holding stuff with, yeah. like, udders and stuff. He's, like, it doesn't mean anything, but it's one of the most disgusting. Yeah, like, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's what I, I thought about, is, is exactly yeah. what you were going for, so... Nice. Yeah. And on that note, um... 10 far side comics that are better than the open house (laughs) read the clickbait on (laughs) project all right are you good thomas i'm good i'm good goodbye
1: bye Introducing Tales of the Voidfarer. Join the spacefaring adventures of a group of misfits in this D&D 5th edition podcast inspired by the 2nd edition setting, Spelljammer. My name's Marco Astorio.
0: My character is a Yankee.
1: My character is a Doar. Adorable little penguin people. You're Ravenous, right?
0: Yes, I, 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 and you are. I, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Luckby
1: Cumble. My name is Captain Valeria Rain, and welcome aboard the Voidfarer. Luckbeak, Ravnus, come on. There's so much to see over here. Catch new episodes of Tales of the Voidfarer every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast fix. <laughs> that's
0: funny. Wait, did you just hmm? say that's funny and not laugh, Ravnus? We really have to work
1: on your social skills. <laughs>